Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another episode of We're Not Fucking Historians with me, Shane Todd. And I was going to say, and her, and then you say your name, but are you allowed to say that anymore? I don't think you're not allowed to say her, it is my pronoun. It's me, Hazel Hayes. <laughs> yes, but over in England, you have all like rules like that about things, and I don't know if Do next we? time I, yeah, I think next time I fly over to London, they might take me straight to strange ways. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be referred to as her, or she, or cat's mother, or whatever else. Hazel, is strange ways a jail, or is it somewhere from a TV show? I'll be honest, Shane. I didn't get the reference, so I just, I just sort of glossed over that one. Right, how long have you been doing that for? Because we've done a load of episodes. You'd be shocked. Right. You'd be you'd be shocked how much of what you say is just... But I nod and I smile and we Where are you on. going to? You're off around the world today. Are you going on another safari? <sighs> no, alas. Um, I'm off to New York in the morning and I sigh like that's a bad thing because I'm a horrible bitch. Um, it's because I've literally just... Mo- <laughs> I've just moved house. Yeah. Th- Do you want to see my mic? This uh, yeah, is my sure. mic stand. It is wrapped up with a bunch of fragile tape, which really, that kind of says it all. That really kind of covers my state of being at the moment. Just wrapped up in a bunch of fragile tape. You move house a lot. Are you witness protection? (laughs) That would make it more dramatic. No, I just move house a lot. But I swear to God, this is the last time for a while now. I've just moved in. I'm unpacking. I am late for the podcast today because I totally lost track of what we're supposed to be doing. I'm going to New York in the morning. I have to find clothes somewhere and put them in a suitcase and go. It's uh, it's been a time. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. I'm just, I'm just. It sounds like a Kevin McAllister incident is inevitable. <laughs> I feel like I just feel like something's going to go horrendously wrong. Speaking of things going horrendously wrong, I've been so off the grid the past few days, just packing and unpacking boxes that I didn't yep. see what had happened on your US tour. I just found out. So l- listeners will already know, friends already do know, um, just some people were too busy. Enemies, house. enemies like, are loving it, I'm sure. Like Pablo Escobar towards the end of his uh, life, just <laughs> oh, it was always in a different safe house. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to postpone my tour because of laryngitis. The wee, the wee man got to the States oh and it just, here's the thing, I, I said on a a podcast, another podcast, a long time ago, Adele shouldn't have cancelled her tour, and you, you should did. never cancel you were, a show. You were, I would say, quite notoriously, a bit of a dick about that. 
No, I wasn't, <laughs> but it has brought me bad karma because I broke my leg and then I broke my voice. But I wasn't a dick about it. She still shouldn't. Oh, no, something bad's going to happen to me because I'm saying that. She shouldn't have cancelled it because she was like, oh, I couldn't get the stage I wanted. We'll just do the show without the stage. It's all about your voice. Anyway. Was that what it was? I thought she was sick. No, she wasn't. Oh. But oh. God, Adele, I bow down to you and I apologise and please start giving me good karma again. Anyway, <laughs> should we talk about Irish history? I would love to talk about Irish history. Funnily enough, the guy we're talking about today was from Ireland and went to America. Okay, who are we, who are we talking about today? This couldn't work out better. We're talking about a young guy called Hercules Mulligan, who was... Hercules Mulligan? What a name. Hercules. Yeah, it starts well, doesn't it? Like Hercules and then Mulligan yeah. is just very Irish Mulligan. at the end. Did his whole family have names like that? Yeah, his brother was called Oedipus. Um, Odon <laughs> was his cat. He was an Irish tailor. Um, he was a tailor by trade for the Redcoats, who were obviously very, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that in American mm-hmm. history. Uh, he was also a secret member of the Sons of Liberty, who, again... I'm going to describe, and he was a patriot spy during the American Revolution. So, look, the guy left Ireland and he made his mark in America, which is what we all hope to do eventually when our tour dates get rescheduled. It's what all of us hope to do, absolutely. And with a name like that, you'd imagine he did pretty well. Well, he he, he certainly lived the life, so that's what I'm going to tell you about. But he, in, in New York City as well, where you're going, but he, mm-hmm. he, even though he did a lot of work for the British, he didn't love Britain. He wasn't a loyalist. He didn't okay. like it. So okay. there's a lot there's a lot more to this guy. You know, if you pull at the thread, you'll find it. He'll fix it for you because he's a tailor. Hey Okay, we've started. So look, let's let's start at the start. Seventeen forty. He was born in Coleraine in Northern Ireland. Have you been? I have we've established I've not been up north at all except that one trip to Newry to buy cheap cleaning products. That's right. Uh, I was accepted yeah. to Korean University and should have gone, but I didn't. Why didn't you go? Uh, I just didn't get round to going to university. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> I meant to, but then I just didn't. And then all of a sudden I wasn't. I it was, was on just your like, list. It was, it was on your list underneath yeah. like play Xbox and bit of bit of footy with the lads. I was like, I was just cycling about doing other things. But... Uh, <laughs> Fair. But he was born in 1740, and when he was six, his family uh, emigrated to America and settled in New York. Mm-hmm. They established themselves as business people, which seemed quite rare because most people that we read and talk about went over to America and established themselves as, let's face it, criminals. Criminals, murderers, slaughterers. Yeah. Petty thieves. Uh, but not the, not the mulligans. Not the mulligans. They, uh, his older brother, Hugh. Hugh Mulligan. Yeah, which is sly to be called Hugh Mulligan when your wee brother's called Hercules. Hugh becomes a successful merchant while Mulligan himself, old Hercules, goes to King's College, which is now Columbia University. After he goes to university, Mulligan makes a real profitable living tailoring people, which I, I, I like that he's a tailor. I hate yeah, him, so I don't like I think he's the first tailor we've had. But let's just say he's a lot more than a tailor. <gasps> His business becomes really successful. He attracts elite clients, high-ranking British officers, the cream of the New York social scene as well. You know, so he's he's okay. touching all their balls basically. Yeah, tailors do that. One assumes it does that happen. 
But is that a thing? Because there's always there's cliches in films all the time about that happening. But I'm not sure if that's not being a man or having a suit made for me. I wouldn't know. Well, if yeah, I've had I've had a tailor. Uh, what would you say? Touch my. Let's just say, touch the back, <laughs> touch the bottom of my ball bag with the back of his fist. Uh, but the weird thing is, I was only going in to get a shirt. Um, but yeah, it happens. <laughs> Uh, and happens I think, to the best of us, Shane. I, I, I mean, this isn't in any of the historical records, but I think Mulligan, before he did it, would always make some banter about it. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. There's, there's always. Ha- Surely you have to do the banter to alleviate some of the awkwardness. Yeah. Sh- Surely yeah. you have to. Oh, close shave. Oh, mind yourself yeah. there. There, yeah. ha- there has to be. Oh, take me out for dinner line. first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Presumably, like one assumes this is just par for the course. You have to do it. Yeah, people, whatever banter he's doing, people love it. He's known as amiable. Is that a word? Yeah, friendly. People like him. Um, okay. <laughs> he 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 serves customers himself despite having a load of staff. He's got a personal touch and people like it. And his, his reputation is so high that he's even allowed to wed the niece of Admiral Charles Saunders of the British Royal Navy. So I think to marry into a family like that, you've got to be like well-to-do. But people just okay. people are like, hey, this guy makes me look fresh and he's good crack. Is he doing this with a view to something else or does he just love tailoring? You could look at it from the outside and say that. And if you asked him, he'd say, yeah, I just love tailoring. And then he'd wink at you and tap his nose. Okay. In spite of being European uh, and his wife's heritage, Mulligan, as I've said earlier, does not have any regard for the British crown. Instead, okay. he's well in with American colonists. Okay. He likes the Americans more than he likes the British. He is, oh, what do you prefer, Brits or Americans? You have to say. You're going to make me say it on the podcast. Yeah, you have to say. Well, like... You're in a loser situation. I have to offend an entire nation of people. I'll be honest, the Americans have been pissing me off a lot lately, but that is mostly Republicans. Um... You know, given the history and given my heritage, I, I have to choose Americans. There's just, there's no other, there's just no other way around it. Like, here's the thing that's also interesting is like, we, we're holding this grudge so hard to the point that not only will we like not support the Brits, but say when there's like a match or whatever, we will support anyone who's playing against them. And it doesn't matter who they are or what we know about them. We will just support the other team just to see the Brits lose. And there came a moment recently in the rugby, I don't know where you're watching the Six, the Six Nations. Absolutely. But Ireland had a chance of winning the whole Six Nations, but it, but England had to beat France in order for us to do it. So one week, we're playing England and we're all screaming at the telly, like, kill them all! And other <laughs> such things. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what you scream. Kill um, them all? Kill them all! Um, and then the next week... They're playing France and we're we're supporting England. And I remember I had to tweet, be like, right, guys, come on. This is it. We've got to get behind the, the English, you know, on the, on the town. So it's a very, and it was a very strange thing to sit at home rooting for the English team, even though it was for Ireland's victory. Well, you say that, you know, it's difficult to like both. I do like both. Big fan of Britain. Big fan of America. How and, dare you? And Republicans, if you're How listening, as soon you? 
as listen, take this from me. As soon as Hazel Hayes lands in America, you know her full name. It's Hazel Hayes, double namer, and then put her in Alcatraz because she's just slagged off Republicans. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. <laughs> Donnie Trump and the boys are going to put Donnie and the boys are going to put you in Alcatraz. <laughs> and next time we do this, we're going to do, be doing a remote podcast, and you're going to be in San Francisco. Just, just prison, prison cell walls behind me. Yeah, Trump 2024. Anyway, the thing is... <laughs> You're such a little bitch, you know that? You're yeah. such a little bitch. You've no problem slagging off the poets. No problem uh, whatsoever with that. Uh, do you know what's so funny about that? Remember we were talking before about the fact that, you know, on, under like the tweet of the clip, Amelda May, who, you know, was like, and I know of, I don't know her, but she was like, you know, jo- very jovially, she was yes, like, you yes. know, how dare you? And how then I was you? like, oh no, pissed off Melda May. She must like really like poetry. And then I saw, no, has a full poetry book oh, out at a, the minute. Oh, is a poet. No. Is oh, a poet. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's beautiful poetry as well, so. I mean, if the poem's that you. good, just put it to a backing track and call it a song. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Shots fired. We need to get her on here. I bet if we had her on here, you'd be like, you'd be like a scolded little schoolboy. Oh, of course. Yes, Imelda. Oh, I love your poetry, Imelda. Oh, I think you're brilliant, Imelda. Yeah, we can do it from the studio and you'll be an Alcatraz rotting. (laughs) (laughs) Alcatraz. Anyway, Hercules Mulligan. Hercules Mulligan. So he's a tailor, but he's more than that. He becomes one of the first members of a secret society of these (gasps) colonial rights advocates. And they're called the Sons of Liberty. I think it's very cool to be in a gang and the Sons of Liberty is a pretty cool name. That is a really cool name, actually. They're just a couple of guys who um, who like to do little attacks on the British. This is around 1770. Sure, and what harm? Uh, during, uh, during this time in 1770, Mulligan helps to mob British soldiers stationed in New York City in a violent clash that was remembered as the Battle of Golden Hill. Similar to the film I was in, Battle of the Bone, but it's not. It's the Battle of Golden Hill and not Battle of the Bone, 2008 Northern Irish Independence zombie film. Battle of the Bone. He's also part of the New York Committee of Correspondence and Observation, and that's a group that opposed the British. Uh, they wrote strongly worded letters, it says here, so, you know, Nerd Brigade... Don't fuck with these guys, they write you a strongly worded letter. And it was through these sort of like, you know, militia movements that Mulligan starts to inspire one of America's founding fathers. So people are talking about this guy, they're like, he's a tailor, he's in gangs, he's pretty badass, he's touching people's balls. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's a tailor. Yes. He fights people. Yeah. He's sort of spying on the British yeah does he do any tinkering I think if you're asking me is he the original tinker tailor soldier spy which is very hard to say then yes he is that's amazing that's the title of the podcast the OG tinker tailor soldier spy if I say Alexander Hamilton to you does that mean anything no. Sounds like somebody Is you might have gone out with when you were younger. Sounds like some like <laughs> get some guy beating about Dublin back in the nineties. Yeah, I imagine your mum would have quite liked him. Ew, yeah. No. Yeah, it, everyone would call him Alex, but your mum would call him Alexander. Yeah. He was a nice guy, it just didn't work out, but he was a nice guy. Alexander Hamilton, yes, I'm familiar. Alexander Hamilton had an epic sort of battle against a man called Aaron Burr. Um yeah. we're gonna absolutely talk about this. Uh they had like a fifteen year rivalry which helped to shape America um, but long before that uh, 
after he heard about everything that Hercules Mulligan was doing, Alexander Hamilton started a very close friendship with Hercules Mulligan. And some people, and I'm quoting directly here, described it as widely romantic. I am so for the gay lovers of history. Yes, and history's repeating itself because Mulligan was way older than Hamilton, took him under his wing, if you know what I mean, when he first arrived in America from the West Indies and got him into university, got him into King's College. This has given us serious Oscar Wilde vibes again. Why are all these older Irish guys getting it on with young male lovers? I don't know, but what I do know is we've got some ads and we'll talk after. (laughs) Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back. We are talking about Hercules Mulligan, who I've just kind of left you on what I'll call a possible gay romance cliffhanger, which is a great kind of cliffhanger. It's it's one of my favourite kinds of cliffhanger, absolutely. Hercules Mulligan's biographer said uh, of of Mulligan that no other single man could possibly have had a better acquaintance with the facts of Hamilton's entire life. So basically, like, no one knew Hercules Mulligan better than Alexander Hamilton. They were introduced in 1772... (gasps) By, guess who? Hugh Mulligan. His brother. Good old Hugh. His firm was financing uh, very young Alexander Hamilton's education when he lived in the colonies. And then Hamilton lives with Mulligan while he pursues education in New York. And they become very close. Now, some people are saying that, you know, Hercules Mulligan would have seen very similar things in Alexander Hamilton as himself. So he was an immigrant. He wanted mm-hmm. to come over to America and better himself. Mm-hmm. But their bond has a big influence on Alexander Hamilton's ideology, um, which up up until this point, he was a big Brits guy. He loved it. He had the hat. He had the flags. He had the Princess Diana memorial plates. <laughs> the mugs, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Jubilee mug. <laughs> but at one point, uh, Hamilton apparently helped the president at King's College escape an angry mob after his British loyalties were revealed. So he was like... He was so British to the fact that he was like not working for them, but he was helping out. Yeah, people. but supporting them. Yeah, I did not know all this. Now look, I'm probably one of the only people on the planet who hasn't seen Hamilton. Oh, <gasps> um, I know. I'm sorry. You'll have plenty of time on Alcatraz to watch it on Disney Plus. I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Seventeen hours. Yeah, um, but oh, it's yeah, so, so good. 
I know I should. I know I should. But I, I have a rough idea of the story. But I had, I didn't know that an Irish family helped him with his education and all that kind of stuff. As Hamilton gr- grows closer to Mulligan, his loyalties change. And by the time he's 18, he joins the Sons of Liberty as well. Um, nice. And like starts writing essays, making a case for American independence. Mm-hmm. And just for the start of the revolution, Hamilton becomes, there's a great title, Aide de Camp. Which is like your aid, basically. But it says aid de camp. The possible homosexual relationships already been rumoured. Aid de camp sounds like very, very camp. He, he, he's a little bit <laughs> aid de camp, you know. So he, yeah. he's aid de camp to General George Washington. So he's like, he's the right hand man. Georgie, old Georgie boy. Man. Yeah. These are some big characters we're talking about here. Yeah, but, but and, and historically we talk more about Alexander Hamilton and uh, and George Washington way more than Hercules Mulligan. Hercules Mulligan's a guy who who put everything in play here. He 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 started like he started the foundation work really, um, and people credit him for Alexander yeah. Hamilton's involvement in American liberation. So let me obviously... just get get this right. Through all this, is he he's still a tailor? Yeah, he, he he's a spy basically. So he's so a tailor. So he's using his tailor shop where he has all these connections to the like New York elite and the Brits yeah. coming in to get probably fitted for uniforms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's exactly. hearing all the goss that you hear, like when you're at the hairdresser or whatever. You're you know people tr- trust and they're just they're just having their banter and not really paying attention to the person doing the job. So he's hearing all this information through being a tailor and then taking it back to the Sons of Liberty and using it against the Brits. 100%. What a ledge. I know, and even if he does that to you, like if he betrays you, you'd be so mad, but then you look in the mirror and go, but he has made me look so cute. But I do look cute today. Are you going to go to a tailor that you can trust, but maybe doesn't have that nice a suit? No, you're definitely not. You you roll the dice. I risk crown and country to look cute. Hercules Mulligan gets introduced to George Washington by Alexander Hamilton, who by that time is like his right-hand man. Um, Mm -hmm. The colonists are looking for a spy at that point to provide them British intelligence. Of course, like we said, Hercules Mulligan's the guy they go to. Mm -hmm. He's the tailor for not just like British soldiers, but like the highest ranking British soldiers who can afford to go to him. Uh, he gets all this information and he, he summarizes their moves and what they're planning to do. Uh, for example, if multiple soldiers say, oh, we need our suits by like next Tuesday, like we need our right. war outfits by next Tuesday, <laughs> then he you realizes... You know something's going down Tuesday. Exactly, right? right. Which is like, oh, with Maybe hindsight, like be better. <laughs> they need to be better at their jobs, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a slave, which, you know, makes us go, ah, oh, no, like don't, don't do that. Oh, but he had a slave called Cato, who... Cato uh, works uh, with Mulligan and becomes like integral to the spy operation but yeah so but Cato used to go and deliver information to George Washington's headquarters in New Jersey so he was he was a little bit of a spy himself um, Mulligan finds out that the British are preparing to capture George Washington at a secret meeting and Mulligan says Cato okay. listen go and tell Georgie boy there's an ambush and uh, they, they do and it prevents his capture so he, he saves his life once oh then my god goes and does it again two years later he hears that 300 British are coming to try and intercept George Washington on his way to Rhode Island and uh, George Washington is able to like evade the troops 
thanks to wow. Mulligan's info, and he gets to New England safely. The course of history would have been so massively changed oh. without this dude. Just some guy from Korean, like who, who is guy. a very badass tailor. Uh, yeah. It sounds like everything's kind of going his way, and he it was, but he did like get into quite a few scrapes. Uh, he was a couple of times suspected by the British of being a spy. Like there was obviously a lot of rumors. Um, mm-hmm. One time he gets like turned over to this guy called Benedict Arnold, who in my head is Richard Arnold from GMTV. He yep. was the showbiz guy. He's probably still not going to yeah. but that's who he is in my head and he will be in the film when we make this but um, Mulligan tries to leave New York when there's a bit of heat on him he gets detained he gets put in jail where there's other revolutionaries that are getting tortured and beaten he finds that it was some of his own that uh, ratted him out and then when he's in prison he's not getting treated so badly so there's rumours that maybe he's a double spy maybe he is like the ultimate friend of the British but oh at the end God. of the Revolutionary War, George Washington comes through and he sorts him out. He says, listen, Herc, Herc, you've saved my life twice. So you do you scratch my back, I'm going to scratch yours. So uh, Washington invites him to breakfast. He says, come and have breakfast. We'll let everybody see that you and me are busy mates. There's no, there's no bad blood. It's all good. That was nice of him. What do you think they had? Like, what sort of breakfast do you put together when you're trying to tell the world it's all good? Just a big, a big old stack of pancakes, maple you, syrup. You know what I think's a nice touch. You know, like the wee multi-pack mini cereals. Oh yeah, just but on, just like on the table. Yeah, and you go. You want yeah. cocoa pops? I want cocoa pops. Why don't we have half each? Why don't we split the frosties? Oh, lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a little bitches brunch. You know, they got together. They had a little bit of sexo. Had a little gab. Yeah. Um, the he he continued to he, he so he w- was then after that George Washington's tailor. Um, when he when he became president, um, Hercules Mulligan became one of the nineteen founding members of the New York Manumission Society, which is an early organization that promoted the abolition of slavery. So you know he's making amends there. Good for them. There. Good he, lads. Uh, it's just when I hear Manumission, I think of that nightclub in Ibiza. Yeah, and Kevin and Perry go large. <laughs> Were yeah, you ever there? Like, were, you, were you in Manumission? No, no, no. Do you remember that, um, like, I beat the Uncovered series on Sky? Yeah. It's like Manumission. It's just yeah. people just off their tits. Yeah. Just every episode. Foam, yeah. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Dean's night has ended a little bit earlier than expected. He's in A&E. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to Dean in A&E and his mate John in, like, a jail cell. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. I'm sorry, but I hear Manumission. And now I realise, I guess, they named that nightclub after a committee who abolished slavery in the 18th century. That, no, Hercules. You I haven't can't let me find the tie. Hercules Mulligan also <laughs> founded Manumission Nightclub in Ibiza in the 1700s. It that took a while for sense. it to take off, that's, but he that's was. That's what it is. He was the early pioneer. He, he has quite the life because he, he just continues to be a real successful businessman and an activist uh, until he dies at the age of 85. Now, he was married, he had a family, all that kind of stuff, but he's a... Who do you think he's buried beside? Oh my God, you're fucking joking. Alexander Hamilton. No, it says they beside... They buried he might, together. It says don't, beside... Don't finish I, that sentence. I think it might don't be finish. on top of. Or below. Do you reckon Hercules was a top or a bottom? I think split the difference. I think they were buried in the 69 position. 
we're terrible people and we're going to hell. He um, had a slave, so, you know. Yeah, like, it's another one of those cases where I'm like, oh, cool, top bloke. Oh, he had a slave. Oh, he slightly maybe had sex with underage Alexander Hamilton. Ooh. No, <laughs> I don't, don't know who I'm rooting for here. I don't think it was anything like that, but I do think three times a day he fitted him for a suit. In 2015, let's you know. Let's just we if we could just just for my sake, just for the sake of the listeners, just we'll just wind this back. We'll do our version of this story. Yeah, our version, which is just that he, he they were both of an appropriate age and they fell in love. Yeah, absolutely. There was, no, there was nothing weird, and there was no hanky panky. They just they fell in love, and who can you know who can say no to to the whims of the heart? Exactly. Exactly. And that's um, all it was. And they're buried the side by side, holding hands, like that couple at the end of Titanic. Holding hands and holding privates. Shame! Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen Hamilton. Please watch it. It's on I Disney haven't. Plus. Watch it on the plane, for God's sake. No director deserves that. I will not. I refuse to watch it on a plane. I will watch it properly on a massive fucking telly. Hazel, like it was intended. that is the worst thing you've ever said. No, it's no not. I firmly believe that. No, see, nowadays, no one deserves that. See, nowadays, it's all about convenience. I might watch it on a plane. I might watch it on a Nokia 5210. I might watch it on an iPad. <laughs> I just think planes are for watching shit films you weren't going to watch anyway or ones that you've seen a million times already. It is not for like a new cinematic experience. It's the I best saw way someone. I saw someone watching Dunkirk on a plane, <laughs> and I wanted to smack the back of their heads. No, yeah. no, that is not what Chris Nolan wanted. Yeah, no. Harry Styles is in that too. Love Harry Styles. Anyway, Harry Styles look, is in that. <laughs> I need to conclude this because in 2015, that is when uh, Hamilton hits Broadway, and if you haven't seen it, I'm sure a lot of people listening have Hercules Mulligan, big character in it, big character in it, and the guy who plays him. I don't know his name, but the guy who plays him is very, very, very good. Potentially the best character in it. And guess what, Hazel? Because what? Hamilton just put a huge twist on things uh, and that's a real, like, multicultural cast. The guy I love, the guy who plays Mulligan, black. Yeah. Black Irish guy. Not Irish, but he's but playing he an Irish, Irish guy. in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. thought you meant the actor who plays him. I don't know what his nationality is. All right. I know is he's very yes. good. And also, and this is weird trivia, our agent, because we have the same agent, our agent loves Hamilton. And he when does. I told him we were doing this episode, he like quoted a few lines to me on it. And it was quite nerd. weird. So oh, that's just nerd. a thing. Uh, but Hamilton's unbelievable. <laughs> so I think that's how a lot of people know the name Hercules Mulligan, but they, they don't know the story behind him. Now, who plays him in a movie? Before we go to some emails, mm. let's just decide on that we know Richard Arnold is in the film Rich, Dick your part's safe but we need to cast Hercules Mulligan and we need to cast Alexander Hamilton Hercules. who's that guy I liked it a few weeks ago Robert Sheehan I want uh, he can be uh, Alexander you want Hamilton. Robert to be in everything I want Barry Keoghan to be everyone in everything his new his new did you see the Joker scene that came out this week no you didn't because you don't understand culture I'll but, wait until um, it comes out in planes Fuck you. I'll wait until I can watch it on a flyby over to Leeds Bradford. It's not a film, it's a clip on YouTube. But if you can get it to work on the, the back of a seat on a plane, then more power do you. Yeah, I can hack into the system. Anyway, right. the point is he's doing he's doing very well for himself. He's doing the Parish Proud. 
he's off out there in the DC universe now. We Barry and 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 more power to him. Not that we need another Joker personally, but you know if it's going to be anyone, let it be a, a young Irish guy. What about? I think Liam Neeson's got to play Hercules Mulligan. He's got a great you look. Keep for it. picking actors who just aren't young anymore. But Hercules Mulligan's an older guy. I don't At mean for the Alexander end of Man. his life in this story. Yeah, but surely when he arrives on the shores of New York or wherever, Neeson. he's. he's he will be Neeson, played fine. by Liam Neeson. Neeson. And you know okay. what? See just, see, just for that attitude, Alexander Hamilton will be played by Liam Neeson. Yeah. What about the wife? Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, all the British soldiers? Liam, 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 Neeson, <laughs> Liam Neeson's like Eddie Murphy in uh, The Naughty Professor in this. Yeah, he plays yeah, yeah. all the roles. So we're what we're doing here, just to be clear, is we're we're making the movie of the story of Hercules Mulligan, but all of the characters will be played by Liam Neeson. Yes, we have some emails. Will I read mine out first? We do. Yes, go for it. This is from Vicky, who may or may not originally be Victoria, Argent Argentinian listener here, in brackets, <gasps> not with Irish descent. So a genuine. Argentinian listener which blows my socks off genuinely like that is mad like that <laughs> we did is mad. ask for them to get in touch yeah I love this Vicky uh, by the way I just love that you're called Vicky too Vicky the Argentinian love it yep uh, just finished the Almirante Brown episode and to be honest I didn't read the title of the episode I just clicked play and my very first thought was oh like Guillermo Brown he's extremely famous here <gasps> Just in 2019, they named a new public university after him and a reconstruction of his house. Casa Amaria was made in the 70s, I think. One of the football clubs named after him had a jersey made with his face on it. Now, I love football shirts because I'm eight years old. I love football shirts, so let me just see what this looks like. I think we're going to have to get you one of those. (gasps) I love it. Finn, producer Finn, I know you don't have a mic on in this, but... Get me this, please. Yeah, do you know what? Fuck that. I'm not buying it. Producer Finn, you get it for him and he can wear it in the next episode. Vicky <laughs> in Argentina, thank you very much for being a listener, for providing thank us you, with, those, with that trivia. And I'm going to get that football shirt. Finn, get it on the company yes, account, please. Size medium, XL arms. Um, right. We also have an email from Alec Fest. Hi, Shane and Hazel. I'm Alec, your listener in Kenya. I like how he says you're a listener in Kenya, like there's one. Yeah, well, there is. <laughs> I'm that one guy who listens from Kenya. Thanks for that. And I'm currently looking for a historical topic to write 4,000 words on. If you had to pick one topic from Irish history to write a paper on, what would it be? Oh, gosh. It, it depends. Ask. Like, does it have to be... Are you talking about the most interesting or are you talking about... Does it have to be a specific... Yeah, if we were going for spicy, I'd probably say um, lesbian pirates. Write some sexy lesbian pirate literature, for sure. Yeah, like a little fanfic. Yeah. Um, if you're going for hardcore Irish history, fa- famine. I See, here's the thing. I know he's got to write 4,000 words, but I think you'd struggle to many. get the story of the famine in. If that makes That's sense. That's true. Why does he have to write a 4,000 word essay on a historical topic from Ireland? What does he do? So mysterious. If you want citizenship in Kenya, that's just what you got to do. <laughs> you got Because they hate the Brits so much, you have to write about Irish history. Yeah. It's possible. It's all very mysterious. I hope no one's forcing you to write this essay. Hazel, Alex, do you think I you'll go back to safe. Kenya? 
I would love to. That's funny because you were saying that, and I don't know what this is related to, I don't know why you were asking, but you were asking for a good brand of ammunition. If someone could recommend you for the next time you go to Kenya, I don't know what that means, but you want to put that shirt up. Do not kill any animals. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bold. You're being bold. So what's the They're biggest worse from skulls. possible? There were some skulls, but they had already died of natural causes. Oh no. Okay. Another yet more time added to the Alcatraz sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Also, why Alcatraz? I'm going to New York. They're going to cart me off all the way to San Francisco. I've been in Alcatraz, by the way. Hey, you're playing by Donnie's rules. He's coming I've back. Been, I've, I've been to Alcatraz already. It's actually quite nice. Oh, my God. Imagine if you have to enlist the help of Irish Republicans to go, to go against the American Republicans. I'd love that. I'd love to start a little rebellion. Well, you'll have all the time to do it. Okay, and one last email from Scott. And it behooves me that this is still coming up every single week. Regarding the appeal for bones, <laughs> he says, uh, I, I have a beaver's lower mandible, which is jaw, uh, complete with teeth. I also have his flipper slash tail, if that's of any use. Yeah, that's from Scott. I'll take that. Thank you. I'll so take that. So I'd like to just—we can confirm this in the next episode. But so far, I think what we have is we've the beaver. I've nearly got a head. Haven't we? Uh, what did? We, what was the other one? Like a wolf or a dog? I've got like a wolf spine or something. So okay, we need. We're going to go through, and next time we'll put together the Frankenstein monster of bones yes. that we currently have. Anyone else with any other offers, or you know, just send them on in. If you want to send an email, if you want to get in touch, the email is hello at nothistorians.com. We're on the social medias, hashtag WNFH, The Hazel Hay, Shane Todd, Shane Todd Comedy. You can rate, like, subscribe, Review. tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Keep giving us correspondence if you're outside of Ireland and you enjoy this, or even if you're in Ireland, but more importantly, if you got bones. If you've got bones, do let us know. Thank you for that story today, Shane. I enjoyed that immensely. No problem. Uh, also suggest some topics for us, but we've got to go. Yes. We've got to go research more Irish history. But remember, while we do that, until next time, Hazel, we're not fucking historians. We're not fucking historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 